Hello, this is Jeff Harrison, and this is episode number nine of my podcast, As Life Goes By. Hello. Episode nine, Cambridge Area Dining Society, a.k.a. CADS. Now, I was a member of CADS for over 30 years, and uh, it wasn't that long ago that I attended uh, dinner in our very own manor house in the village. It was the 200th dinner and the last one I wanted to attend. The society had no charitable aims. It was just an excuse for a group of businessmen to stuff their faces about six times a year. We went all over the place from the House of Lords to the Jockey Club in Newmarket and it was all most enjoyable. In fact, we had a wonderful time and, and, and just saw some wonderful places. Inevitably, however, members started to drift away and indeed to move to that dining room in the sky. In the beginning, were most were youngish, thrusting businessmen, it was only men, and all of a sudden 30 years had slipped by, and for me the heart had gone out of it. I was at the younger end of the group and found the slipping memories, huge waistlines and inevitable health problems a sad indicator of my future. I could no longer bear to see the once proud group reduced. I've always tried and, and indeed been quite proud of the fact that I can quit when I'm ahead of almost anything. Indeed, I built a career on that basis. So I've gracefully retired from the club with my memories and a couple of club ties. Episode 9 continued of As Life Goes By. Episode 9. An Ambition Unrealised. I've learned a few truths in life, one of which is that you are either lucky or not. I'm squarely in the former category, having a princess of a wife and three daughters, all beautiful inside and out. I could go on, but in an effort to uh, calm down the smugness, I will not. There remains, however, a few unrealised ambitions. One, in the material sense at least, is to own an AC Cobra. That's a car, in case you're not too sure. Not an original, which would entail selling the house, but a replica, built by me with the help of chums. I was yet to negotiate the tricky question with my wife of actually paying for it, but prior to that felt that a day driving one was essential. This would only be a formality, surely. I've been thinking of one for over 40 years and had the specification down to a T and would often drift off to sleep comforted by how it would be to realise such a long-held dream. I set off for Ilkley in Yorkshire to pick up the car with excitement not felt for a very long while. Listeners, it was a disaster. I was reminded of that definition of life in the Middle Ages, that it was nasty, brutish and short. And to be truthful... That's how driving a cobra is. The driving position is meant for a younger man and the sheer difficulty of keeping it on the road 
takes all the energy and concentration I could muster. It needs feet the size of a ballerina's and leg muscles from a rugby prop forward. I had also forgotten that smell, a mixture of oil, old air raid shelters and unburned hydrocarbons. I had long had dreams of driving it through Europe to our beloved Italy. I think not. We would have been deaf by the time we reached Calais and senseless before we got through Belgium. Fortunately, and to my undying relief, mechanical problems meant that after an hour it was time to take it back and swap it for a V12 E-type Jaguar. A calmer, but not that much nicer experience. It needed the same combination of feet and muscles and still had a manual choke for goodness sake. I found myself overtaken on the road by courses as I struggled to find the next gear of just four. Perhaps some fantasies are best left unrealised.